Welcome to Guilty Pleasure Movies, gang. I'm your host, Stephen Pfeiffer. On this episode, we go ahead and conclude the month with one last franchise rankings. And what better way to celebrate the Halloween holiday than by ranking the Halloween movies? Oh yeah, from worst to first, we're going to go ahead and talk all that shit in between with Michael Myers slicing and dicing. He even takes a fucking movie off in this series, so there should be lots of surprises. But first, let's jam. All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. fine. I'm concluding this month with one last Shocktober ranking episode. And no better way to do that, of course, than with the big day Halloween creeping up on us. And with a film called Halloween in the theaters, I have to go ahead and do the franchise rankings of Halloween. I'm very excited about this newest film. I have not seen it, though, sadly, so it will not be part of my rankings. I'm definitely eager to go check it out in the near future, though. It actually looks scary. They're going back to the the original film, the roots of that, and just saying, fuck all the sequels, we'll kind of play it off by you know, having a little joke in there to kind of explain them. But we just want to pick up right where that first one left off, You know how the characters, what's kind of basically happened with them and where they've progressed 40 years later. So it looks awesome. I'm sure there's going to be some sequels, though. It's been successful financially. It's making a shit ton of money. It's getting some pretty good reviews. I personally have heard some mixed things, but I don't give a shit. I'm still excited to see it. But it will not be part of these particular rankings. So I'll do the first 10, the original 1978, all the way up through Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 back in 2009. And then in the near future, I'll check out the new one and let you guys know what I think. But we'll go ahead and do from worst to first and talk... Of course, all the bullshit in between. And in this particular slasher franchise, there is a ton of bullshit. Freddy, of course, is a jokester, but I like the fact that if you're going to be silly, it's justifiable in that particular franchise because of the, the fantasy element that you can have from the dream world. And this particular franchise, it's not really too off the wall, but there's a lot of mythology, of course, with the character. You know, especially the Rob Zombie ones. There's just too much bullshit at times. You know, they're constantly in the Michael Myers house, but just how different it always looks. And just, I don't know, the Michael Myers character became less and less scary, of course, as the franchise went on. And of, and even at times, he looked drastically different with the mask. But to me, it's still a great franchise. It's very well known. Of course, it's the, the title itself, Halloween. You know, basing it around the holiday, it's that's great. It just it's very recognizable. I think a lot of people do recognize the look, you know, Michael Myers and that mask, you know, the shadow that he plays. And so it's a great. It's a not necessarily real, real scary. I rank it a little bit higher than Jason because it's not quite as redundant and repetitive as the the Friday franchise. You know, obviously those later sequels got a little bit crazy, and you know, Jason became a fucking you know, The Walking Dead, practically, whereas Michael Myers is still human. He, he never completely dies, though, so there's there's just this this supernatural side to him in this weird way, but he's not quite supernatural all the way. But, you know, like I said, the things that I didn't quite like about the franchise over the years that, you know, that make it kind of second on my list behind the, Fre- the, the Nightmare on Elm Street and Freddy Krueger is just they got a little bit silly, you know, the teenagers weren't always my favorite, so you didn't always have the best cast. You were kind of rooting for them to, to, to die off. Sometimes the deaths were kind of far and few in between, and they weren't always the goriest. I mean, they're, it's just him with a fucking kitchen knife, you know, nine times out of ten. And so that's not always boring necessarily, but it gets a little bit stale. 
So I think, you know, with Jason, he got somewhat creative. He was almost like the MacGyver. He fucking would rig shit together, bow and arrows. It didn't fucking matter. He just had some cool kills. And Freddy, of course, the dream world, you can do any goddamn thing you want. He, you know, turning people into bugs, becoming a super, you know, comic book hero or superhero or whatever. There's just all kinds of shit. That one obviously was a crazy series. But, you know, Michael Myers, I think he is spooky. He's just some a character that we can all that type of store we can all somewhat relate to, you know, the guy being in your closet or, you know, you're, you know, a young kid and, you know, with the babysitter on some, all of a sudden somebody breaks in and just comes after you and you just have to fucking run for your life. And so it's not something we've all been through, but it's something that's an, it's a story that we could like, Oh, that seems realistic. And hopefully that never happens to me. And, but I could see how it could potentially. So I think there's that, that's just the realistic element is what's so damn spooky and great about these stories, and of course, you know, I love the Michael Myers character, he's really what you, when you think of Halloween, that's what you think of, and so I'm going to go ahead and dive into the rankings, just based off of that last little tidbit there, because the bottom of the barrel for me, and number 10, like I said, doing worst to first, number 10 is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and the main reason is, there's no Michael Myers, and when I buy a ticket to see Halloween, that's what I better fucking get, I better get to see Michael Myers on the screen with that fucking iconic mask, slashing and fucking just, you know, slicing and dicing, fucking teenagers and motherfucking babysitters, it's what I want to see, and I didn't get that in this one, I understand a lot of people like it because it is so different, in a standalone film, it's not half bad, but in this particular franchise, it sucks, I've only seen it maybe a couple times, and it's because I just don't care for it, I mean, when I want to go back and watch the Halloween franchise, I don't go for any of these characters. I don't. To me, they're somewhat cheesier at that time in the 80s where they're pumping out really shitty horror movies in a way. They looked great with the deaths. That was a huge highlight because the, you know, this the practical effects that they used. I thought that was that looked awesome. Just what they, you know, with what they had available to them at the time, it looked good. And it, yes, it is an interesting concept. You know, with how the mask can come to life, and you know, the you know, this toy creator or this mask creator or this toy company basically wants to kill these kids off on Halloween through him selling these masks, and they just fucking rot their bodies or whatever just take them over and it's it's nuts and bizarre but for me it just doesn't fit well into the halloween franchise it has it's lacking michael myers it looks a little bit cheap at time overall with a low budget and it's as a standalone film yeah it would work but for me in the, the halloween franchise it just sucks because the fact there's no michael myers that to me is a big reason why i don't really care to watch it ever so Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, comes in at number 10. Number 9, Halloween 5, Revenge of Michael Myers. And to me, this one's not... And I do like all these films, once again, for all you know their own little weird way. Like I say, all the fucking time. But this one just has too much just bullshit going on. I hate the beginning, how they bring him back with the old man River character fucking nursing him back to health where he's being fucking neutered. It's like, this is so damn dumb. And then, it doesn't make any fucking sense. He's just resting out in this cabin for basically until a year or however long later, until Halloween fucking season. And to me, that's dumb. I didn't like that. All of a sudden, he just wakes up and kills the guy off. It was just really cheesy. It was, it was I didn't. I thought it didn't really play well with, you know, it was a terrible way to pick up where the last one left off. And just, it was kind of a dumb part of the story. And the deaths at times were great. Of course, this, this franchise has some okay deaths. Well, they get, This one it was a little bit more creative. I liked, you know, the Pitchfork one. Uh, there's just different ones in here where he gets a little bit, you know, he uses various different weapons, it seems like. So it got a little bit gorier. I thought the deaths looked great. You know, I, I love that he's just slashing tons of teens because there are so many deaths. He's kind of going back to what really works, and that's kind of going, you know, killing off a lot of teenagers. And, you know, of course, the whole storyline is him going after his niece, Jamie, which I still think that's ridiculous. And I hated Jamie in this particular fucking film. She was dumb as a mute. I didn't like the telepathic abilities that she had. I thought that was silly. This is kind of when you're getting just weird little elements added into the storyline, and I, I just didn't, I felt like it was kind of, you know, overkill was a little bit too much, you know, repeti repetition from the last one, he's still going after the same person, 
and it just and I, I didn't like it. I thought it was just kind of silly the way that they did it. The fact that she couldn't talk was just annoying and she did a terrible portrayal and it was just a bad character. But overall, I, and I still don't like and I did not like the mask by any means. And this particular one, it looked bad. It looked similar to the one in, in 4. And it just, to me, it looked like a piss-poor, cheap version of it. And just a bad story. Just not really a very good overall film for the Halloween franchise. And kind of a letdown. It looks kind of, it still looks really 80s, but it's going into the early 90s. So it's not quite sure what it wants to be tone-wise to me. It's, it's just got piss-poor music in a way characters the way they look so it's just a bad era overall i guess you could say for for you know it, it looks like that that's typical slasher film and to me it's just too cheap and i don't really care for it overall so halloween 5 comes in at number nine number eight halloween resurrection and this one has a stupid fucking concept and i think that's where the kind of the the a lot of people can unanimously unanimously agree on that with having basically web stream Michael Myers where he's basically being telecast all over the internet you know a night at Michael Myers house Dangertainment is, is the company putting this bullshit show on and Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks are the ones leading it all and it's like who gives a flying fuck this is dumb it, it's a bad concept it doesn't play out well I mean a lot of it obviously seems staged and it was at a time when reality TV was being getting bigger and bigger and, you know, the internet, we were starting to see more people with, you know, t- you know, they're getting outside the dial up and starting to go with, you know, DSL or cable modems or whatever the fuck. And so I guess web streaming was becoming popular and webcams and all that bullshit. But this one obviously dates horribly because, you know, this is not the kind of technology that people look to nowadays. And to me, that's why I think it just looks ridiculous. It's a weird story overall, and it's just kind of hokey. A whole night at a haunted house with Michael Martin. Nah, nah, fuck that. We've heard that story. That's stupid. I mean, it, it's somewhat different, I guess, for this particular franchise, but it just was did not have... It was not done very well. I didn't really care for it, and I don't like Busta Rhymes in this particular film. I think that's a, that's also kind of a weird direction to go with, you know, who you're going to decide to cast, but I like his one-liners, of course, you know, trick-or-treat motherfucker, I thought that was great, um, but the, the, the fucking kung fu nonsense, oh my goodness, I guess because it had never been done, why the fuck not, and obviously that's what his character's into, watching those type of films, and, but it just seems a little bit dumb, I, that's just the only word you can really think of, it was very dumb, I didn't like any of the cast overall. I thought that they all deserved to be killed off. I was the more the merrier at this point. The more deaths I see, the happier I'm, I am as a fan. You know, you brought back the dude from American Pie, Thomas Ian Nichols, I believe. And he was a big pervert in this film. You couldn't wait for him to get fucking killed off. You know, Tyra Banks' character was killed off, sadly, off screen. But just her little dance while making that nasty-ass-looking fucking Frappuccino, I couldn't wait for her to see her fucking just dripping the blood from somewhere off-screen, or her death off-screen. So it was great to see it when she did end up getting killed off because she was so unlikable. Uh, sadly, Buster Rhymes did survive, but, you know, he had to be, he was the hero. I guess somebody had to be it. But just overall, everybody sucked. You just were wanting every single one of these teenagers, or however the fuck old they were, to be killed. I hated them. I did like the opening scene, though. I know a lot of people don't necessarily like it, but I thought it was kind of great. It was just kind of cool to see the twist that they had, obviously, with it wasn't really Michael that she killed. It was some paramedic, and this is why she's locked up in some insane asylum. And she hasn't spoken for however long, but... You know, Michael's coming back after her, lo and behold. But he get, she's killed. Jamie Lee Curtis is finally officially killed, and we see it happen. And we weren't, I wasn't expecting that. Fuck no. I mean, she's on the front, the front of the cover, the DVD, and on the poster and everything. So kind of pulling that scream twist on us, you know, where Drew Barrymore gets killed off in the opening act. And that's what happened here. So I really kind of thought that was great. I mean, it was time for the character to have its farewell, and I thought... That was the way to do it, you know, with her just kind of falling to the ground, having, you know, just kind of slow motion. I thought that was really, it just kind of looked great. It was artistic, and it, it was just a great farewell to her, to the character. Uh, 
So, but other than that, that's really, there's not a lot of highlights in there. Like I said, bust of one-liners. If that's as good as it gets, it definitely deserves to be near the bottom. But, um, you know, it had a good budget, so I think that's kind of why it's a little bit higher up on the list, too, versus being a dead last. And it has, of course, Michael Myers. He's got a good look in this particular one. He's not scary, but he looks all right. The budget was there, so that's working for it. Um, I think there was a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz, because H2O did really well, and so a lot of people were excited to get this the franchise up and rolling. But this is the shit that we got, so it really kind of killed off the character once again. But Halloween Erection, Erection, yes, Halloween Erection, no, no, Halloween Resurrection, my god. But anyways, this one is, what is that, number 8 in the fucking rankings, but also 8th. Uh, the eighth installment, but yes, Halloween Erection. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Be a Halloween Resurrection coming at number eight. Number seven is Halloween 2 Rob Zombie's version. And to me, this one is just too much fucking blood and guts everywhere. I mean, at times I don't mind it. I appreciate the hospital scene, surprisingly. I thought, you know, with that nurse gets, you know, she's walking in, that was kind of creepy, and then he just kind of gets her. Then it was just over overkill, you know, pun intended, because he's just it's just that's what it was. It was the the gore effect once again. This isn't a saw movie, this isn't a hostile film. It's Michael Myers, he just you know just one slit to the throat, one or two stabs, and done deal. You know I'm, I'm out of here, clocking out. But no, he's fucking getting overtime in there. He's fucking just getting a workout from this shit. No wonder this motherfucker's six feet eight. 300 goddamn pounds of the fucking eight pack. The motherfucker's getting to work out stabbing people 46 times. Jesus. It's just too much. Other scenes I do like, the strip club scene. I, It was a little bit funny to see him kind of break in there. It was a little bit humorous. You know, he starts right in the middle of that, you know, the strip club owner and that, that stripper fucking. And he's got his fucking Frankenstein Halloween costume on, which is awesome. And it just kind of interrupts the little fuck fest. I thought that was great. It was funny. And just the kill scenes are really nasty here. You know, but just prior to that, you know, the guy out back who's taking the trash out gets his fucking head stomped in. That was just really nasty to see. So we get some good creative deaths here. Once again, they're a little bit over the top as far as the gore there. Sometimes they can overlook it. Other times I'm like, man, he's just... When he stabs somebody that many times, it just feels like... This is why the film drags. You could easily trim... Even if it's a minute off of that shit, so be it. Just get rid of it. I don't need that much. Um, the The biggest criticism I think that people would have, and, and I'm going to agree with this, a big negativity for me, is the whole mom and the white horse bullshit didn't make a goddamn lick of sense. It was stupid. It felt like a somewhat of a ripoff of the Jason character, you know, with you know Michael needing his mommy. Like, what the fuck is this? It was just... I didn't understand it. I even I, and I did see this one in the theaters. This is actually a, um, this is honestly the only Halloween film I, I've seen in the theaters. Surprisingly, and I hate to say that, but I've seen them all, of course. But this one, I was kind of like let down. I was like, that just didn't make any fucking sense. Where are they going with this? This is just that whole Rob Zombie wanting to be kind of clever and artistic with my style direction, and I thought it was just it was stupid. And you could tell he was trying to put his own little mark on this particular series here in the, Hall- in the Halloween franchise. And I, I'm really, I didn't care for it. I was, I was eager and excited to see how things would turn out because the first one was pretty good. It was really scary. Whereas this one lacks a lot of scares. It relies a little bit more on the gore. And I really didn't care for the ending. You know, this is, I believe in the unrated cut, which is really the only one you can really find. It seems like out on DVD and Blu-ray, but that's where Michael Myers yells, die, and fucking stabs Dr. Loomis. No, he doesn't need to die. He can grunt, but he doesn't need to fucking, or he doesn't need to talk. That he's just, he just never need to utter a fucking word. He can make noises and grunts all he wants. Wiggle and grunts are fine, but you don't need to fucking mutter a word. It just doesn't work for me. And overall, the whole ending was just dumb and garbage and trash. Too much of, you know, leaving the viewer to kind of interpret what you, that very last shot is supposed to be with her sitting in that white room, you know, with just kind of staring at the camera. I didn't like that. And then it just never went anywhere because he didn't plan to bring another, didn't plan to bring Michael Myers back, didn't want to do another one. He was done. Didn't even really want to do this one, but he didn't want anybody else to fuck with what he had just did on the first time around. 
But I just thought this was a terrible conclusion if this is what he intended. And I just felt like overall the whole story didn't make a goddamn lick of sense with the white horse, with with the mom, with it just was dumb. I, I thought, you know, the what's her name? Scout Taylor Compton, I believe the actress. She did an okay job. I mean, being traumatized, you know, very different sides of her between the theatrical version and that one I remember actually liking her you know she's kind of more she's not quite as extreme and depressed and you know I understand why she would be in that unrated cut where she is just so fucking traumatized and just foul mouthed and shit and I didn't care for her in that in the director's cut or the unrated cut or whatever I just I saw that I was like man they just changed a little bit too much from that theatrical version and the ending and I just didn't like it at all um, but yeah, Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie version, which is the 10th film in the, the the franchise, comes in at number 7 on my list. Number 6, Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. And this one might be somewhat of a surprise pick. I know a lot of people like this particular film, and I don't dislike, dislike it, because I always say it's got to land somewhere on the rankings. And for me, it's kind of near the, near the halfway point, because it's not a half-bad movie, I guess, but it's coming at number 6. Some of the reasons why I did like it, just the fact that we get Michael Myers' character back, you know, after a shitty Halloween 3, with no Michael Myers, he's back. I thought it was a kind of a cool way they brought him back, you know, get, I, you know, escaping out of the morgue, I think it was, or the hospital or whatever. And then, um, it looks, it has great, you know, production value, you can tell. I thought it looked fantastic. It didn't look cheaply made, it was kind of a late 80s flick, and so... But it just it looks like it's a quality fucking film. You can feel that at times that, you know, they 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 put a little bit of love into the 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 way that they filmed it. You can just tell. I think I thought it had really good editing and directing and just kind of a stupid story though. But I felt like they they did a good job with what they could. I thought all the actors did a really great job. I mean, wasn't really hokey at times. I didn't feel like it was piss poor acting. I thought all of them did a pretty good portrayal. I didn't like the Uncle Michael Myers fucking story. I thought that was kind of a little much. I mean, they obviously had to tie it in somehow, and he was going after his sister previously, and they couldn't get Jamie Lee Curtis back, so why not just go ahead and say, fuck it, kill her character off after she's had a little kid, name that kid Jamie, of course, nod to fucking the actress, and make it Uncle Michael Myers... Who's not only who's creepy Uncle Mikey coming to kill you now? And it's like, God damn it, this is stupid. This is getting a little bit far fetched. They have to continue with the mythology, and I didn't like that. And the look of Michael Myers, this is total garbage. That fucking I don't know what what the idea was behind using that particular mask. Obviously, it it looks cheap, and you know, he picks it up at some what is it, like a hardware store or some bullshit. Obviously, it looks like some generic knockoff version, but why the hell are they selling that fucking mask at a store in the town where all these murders are taking place to begin with? I never understood that, why these towns celebrated almost, and they're selling these masks and shit, like they recognize the character, obviously as some terrible person, but like some icon. It's like, what the hell's going on around here? But I just thought he looked like garbage, and it, it just... The hair looked really weird. The obviously the it just looked very different than the the earlier installments and some of the later ones. And to me, that's why I thought, you know, it's great to see Michael back. But God damn it, what they do to get some plastic surgery, Michael? What what were you thinking, buddy? You're supposed to go on vacation. That's 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 one thing. But none of what the fuck you were thinking. But Halloween Four, Return of Michael Myers. He's back, but not the best return. To me, comes in at number six. Number five is Halloween, the Rob Zombie version. And this is the ninth film in the installment, or the ninth installment in the fucking film franchise. And to me, I was ex- I was so fucking excited to see that they were going to do a remake and a reboot and go in a whole new direction. I felt like that was the, the right choice. Rob Zombie is the director. I was a little bit baffled and confused. I was like, ah, I really, I mean... I know a lot of people love his movies, and they're not bad. They're just, to me, they're they're visually stunning, of course, as far as with what he tries to do. I mean, they're just fucking, my God. This, the, 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 the colors and 
the artistic style that he uses is, is very unique and one of a kind, but I didn't feel like it was going to fit a Halloween film. And he kind of avoided some of that bullshit that he did in like House of a Thousand Corpses with just all the shit jumping out of you, just all that, and then the crazy music. So I felt like he did a pretty good job of kind of staying true to what Halloween's about, whereas in Halloween 2, that's where he, he went a little bit buck wild with it, and I didn't care for that part. But in this one, the cast is strong. It's it, it's scary a majority of the times, especially that ending. It was the ending is phenomenal. I really, really thought they did a great job with that, and they nailed it. And I loved Malcolm McDowell as, as Doctor Loomis. I mean, he's not as good as Donald Pleasance, R.I.P. But I felt like he was still phenomenal. He was obviously the the right uh, casting choice on this particular for this character, and I felt like that was an easy decision for them. And kind of, you know, especially for true horror fans, you know, Clockwork Orange, he's awesome in that. So you had to bring somebody back like that. It's got some horror, good horror roots, you know, going. Good good background in the horror films. And somebody that I think they could really do, you know, the, the character justice and that. They nailed it with that. And But yeah, it's really scary. It's got a lot of dark tones. I feel like, you know, in the beginning it's a little bit more bright lights and stuff. with a little bit well lit. But as the end, it gets to, closer to the ending, it's dark and... A little bit, you know, it's just a little bit blacker at times. You know, Michael Myers, it really feels like he is just a shadow at that point. I love it. I felt like the ending was really creepy and well done with the house and the way his mask looks. It's really intense at times. Of course, it's very bloody. But I, I thought it did. Well, it didn't go. It didn't cross any lines for me. I felt, felt like in the beginning, and this is where it's kind of the lowlights, I did not like, you know... There was just too much young Michael Myers, and I felt like that was obviously Rob Zombie's intent. Let's explain who the fuck Michael Myers is, why he's such a nasty asshole and such a crazy serial killer. But there was too much background there. I hated the the hellbilly, white trash bullshit, mom being a stripper, stepdad being a just fucking creepy asshole who hits on his the sister and just all this nonsense and a baby that they really can't take care of. I was like, this is just... It's bullshit, white trash, you know, low-class nonsense. I don't care about Jerry Springer-type bullshit. Don't give a fuck. Don't want to see all this nonsense. It's because it, to me, didn't... It really... If you were trying to make the character character sympathetic in a way, or, or have the, the audience feel sympathetic, obviously it's not working. I And I don't think that was what Rob Zombie wanted to do, but it was like, you know, are we supposed to feel bad for the guy? Because he had a piss-poor childhood and a mom that... You know, yeah, she's doing what she can, but yeah, she's a stripper, and there's just all the stereotypes based around that, and, you know, this fucking asshole that she's dating around, and that's his male, you know, his male father figure or whatever, but it's like, to me, I don't care about that kind of drama. Fuck that. Just get to the point of him fucking killing all his motherfuckers off, and they did a great job of that. It was really nasty, the way that... You know, he kills his sister off and bashes the boyfriend's head in. Yeah, obviously you're relying a little bit on the gore element there, but I thought it was really intense. There was a lo- really good build-ups. But just, I hated the the hellbilly bullshit. God damn. And that's just, this is, that's where you felt Rob Zombie's, you know, touch on it. You're like, okay, this is a Rob Zombie film. You're getting the white trash bullshit. And I don't mind his wife being in films. Sometimes she's okay. It's kind of hit, hit or miss, honestly, with her. This one, she did a great job, but I just hated the goddamn white trash bullshit. And so, to me, that's why it's a big, kind of a letdown. You know, I honestly, I think of all these new reboots and remakes, Friday the 13th really nailed it. They put together a lot of the, the first couple films, in that the earlier parts of the franchise together. And they did a great job with it. They didn't have to do too much. And they didn't really need, they didn't need to explain who the character was. Um, you know, they just kind of left to what the originals were that worked well about them. I mean, obviously it's not a great, not the perfect film, but I felt like of all the remakes of Halloween, Elm Street, Friday the 13th, you know, Jason, he is, he's intense and he's awesome in that film and they nailed it. And with, for this one, it's still way better than the Elm Street remake. By God, that one is just garbage, but I would just, I'm not a huge fan of, you know, going, explaining, all of the background story from the time this motherfucker is like what seven years old all this time spent meeting dr loomis and developing that relationship and becoming even crazier and i didn't need to see any killing pets and shit and fuck we don't need that 
You know, they did, they showed some bullshit like that, and Freddy's dead, and a lot of people didn't like that element. I mean, it was, I, I, my, one of my previous episodes, I thought that was kind of cool, but it was done in five minutes or less. This one, it's like fucking an hour at least, and it's too much for me, and that's why it drags on, but I don't want this ranking to drag on, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump to it and just say Halloween, the Rob Zombie version, falls in at number five. Number four on the list is the original Halloween 2. And for me, I love this particular film. To me, it's it's one of those sequels that's almost as good as the original one. It really is. It's kind of a... It, it falls, you know, four on the list and not at number one, though, because it, I think they try to be too much like the original at times. And so you don't get quite... I mean, you do get a lot of different twists and things, but it's just it relies a little bit too much on trying to be like the like the original one with the, you know I I do like how it's the f- the first person's perspective or whatever and just uh, the, the the music kind of you know giving you a feel of the tone of that that particular scene I thought that was great but it's just overall continue to go after Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie Lee Curtis's character eh and it was just you know Doctor Loomis just eh it just kind of felt a little bit too much like the original at times. Um, and I didn't like the twist of, you know, Lori being the sister. I just thought that was unnecessary. I liked how the original one was just so mysterious. You were just like, man, what the fuck? This is just, why would, why is he doing it? Why is he going after her? And, um, and, but I, I mean, I, I just, this one, I guess it was kind of cool because he's, he's, he's just a pers- persistent motherfucker. He won't give up. And I thought that was great. What was so cool about it. And it picks up right where that first one left off. I really like that. Just the continuity there. Uh, it's been a couple of years as far as, you know, in between making the particular films, but they just pick up like it was, you know, like it's the next day. And I love that. And, it, it just, I like the hospital environment. I think that's one of the bigger complaints about this particular installment. But I thought that it looks awesome there. I felt it just was it was the necessary way to do it. Uh, I think that's kind of cool that you can just have it in one particular area. You don't have to go back to his neighborhood. You don't have to be Michael Myers. Michael Myers's house. We don't. You know, there's none of that bullshit. There's no trick or treaters around. It's just, you know, kind of a, you know, just this quiet, you know. You know, understaffed hospital for whatever reason. That's just people are getting fucking slashed up one by one, and Jamie Lee Curtis's character has to fucking try to survive for her life once again after she thought she just was okay after just, you know, getting you know, surviving the first film, and now she's in the hospital. Of all places, you think you're going to be okay? No, and I think that's what's so great about it. You just even at the hospital while you're recovering after surviving a traumatic incident. You can't even go a whole day because that motherfucker is still after you, and that's what's fucking nuts. And so I love this particular film. I thought it had, you know, I liked the hospital tone or the setting. I thought it had a good tone. It's got some. It, I, I do like how it is similar to the first one. I think you know they was a little repetitive. Obviously, that was one of the things I didn't like, but that's part of what worked about the the first one. Or that's why I think it still works is because. You know, the first one is a great film, and they wanted to continue to try to have a similar feel and a trend. And so that's why I like this film a lot. So Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2, that is, comes in at number 4 for me. Number 3, and this is my surprise pick. I know it. Number 3 for me is Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers. And I'm doing this based off of... Um, just the theatrical version. I'll be honest, I haven't really seen the whole producer's cut. I'm really excited to check it out, though. I think it's because it's just so damn different from what I've heard. And I think that's the, the big low point for me is the story is confusing as shit because there is that whole different, you know, producer's cut out there where it's a whole different ending. It's a whole different kind of explanation of some of these characters, of the Jamie character, and kind of who Michael is and what, you know, who controls him and, you know, some, kind of his purpose and his intent of doing what he's doing in this particular film. And the theatrical version, it's just a, whole, a totally motherfucking different story. It's just kind of like, fuck all that. Let's just have him be who he is, just killing motherfuckers. And that's what I like. But that's why I'm kind of nervous to watch the producer's cut because it just trying to once again have this mythology element there and they're trying to get real deep with it. And I'm like... It's a, some cult nonsense, and I'm like, to me, that doesn't, doesn't sound scary. It sounds fucking hokey and stupid, whereas in this one, 
They just let him be who the fuck he is. This motherfucker that just goes around killing people, especially if you fucking live in his house and you're not supposed to be there. And but they left too many elements of the producer's cut. You know, with the man in the you know the the man in the black or whatever, and and the little boy Danny. I think getting to see all these hearing things or seeing visions. It's like, man, what the fuck? That didn't make goddamn any sense. What's going on? It just kind of slows down the pacing of the film too much for me. From what I from what I want to see and what's already going on at this point, it just kind of just throws you off track almost. You're like, okay, let's go back to where we were. So that's Michael Myers fucking killing people. And I love the deaths in this film. You know, the dad's head exploding was awesome. I thought it was kind of, I mean, we don't get to see a lot, but the way he chases that, that, that mom in the backyard after she loses her glasses, I thought, that, you know, how do you get lost in your backyard in the, with laundry? I thought that was awesome, just kind of funny. Um, but it was just great. You know, in the theatrical version, you know, Jamie does get killed by getting thrown on that piece of the farm equipment. So I like that death scene. So I know that that's not going to be there in the producer's cut. So I'm going to miss that. But yeah, the opening's intense in this one too. It really, it's kind of weird being in that, uh, when she's giving birth or whatever, but with her escape, I thought that was really great. Just the music were there at times in the beginning was great, but the other big downfall with mentioning music is near the end with the rock score and just the fucking guitar. God, it was garbage. I don't think that's all in the producer's cut, so I'm looking forward to this. the other soundtrack I'm going to get and the other score. Whereas this one is just shitty. Mid-90s rock fucking sucked. And it was you could just hear it literally in this one. It was just bad. Did not fit well. Takes you out of the, you know out of the fucking, the, the tone of this film, and I didn't care for that, the big highlight of this film, though, is, is Paul Rudd, I don't think this was his first particular on-screen role, I think it was Clueless, but I don't know if this was what he filmed first, I want to say this might have been, but he looks fucking green, and just like a rookie on screen, you could just tell it, but he's awesome, I mean, he's just, I think he nailed the role of the young, he's a Tommy Doyle from the first one brought back, and so I thought that was kind of cool, or not Tommy Doyle, I'm sorry, god damn it, I, I, I forget, he's a little boy from the first one, I forget now, is it Tommy, I forget what the name is, forgive me guys, it's late, but, um, but yeah, they brought back in a little boy from the first one, Paul Rudd's character here in this movie, but he's awesome in it, you know, just, I think it's because I love the actor so much, he's just so great, and when he's done his comedy roles, to see him in this one, it's just so weird and different, but I think, you know, the cast overall, it wasn't bad, I mean, there are really not a lot of recognizable faces, but, I think it was just it's a it's a cool film. This is honestly the first film in the Halloween franchise that I ever saw from beginning to end when it first came out, and I th- and I was pretty young still, like not quite even ten. I was maybe eight, I want to say eight or nine. But and to me, it wasn't really scary, of course. But I was like, oh damn, yeah, Michael Myers is awesome. You know, it was just and you get to see uh, you know actors like Paul Rudd for the first time. I thought he really kind of stood out to me and. Um, Donald, you know, Donald Pleasance as, um, as, uh, Donald, or as, uh, Dr. Loomis, God forgive me, but yeah, Dr. Loomis's character, and once again, R.I.P. to Donald Pleasance, this is his last portrayal of the character, and so that was kind of cool to see him on there, and this film, I had seen bits and pieces of, like, four and five, and maybe the original, I thought they were great, but I've always, like I said, was a Freddy Krueger guy, but when I saw this one, I was like, it kind of got me hooked into wanting to see the other films, I think I did see four, then five, and full after this one, and then I saw the original one, and that scared the piss out of me as a kid. Still does this day. God damn, the original one's scary as fuck, but Halloween 6, yeah, it's not scary, but to me, I think it just has just a little special place in my heart because of the nostalgic aspect, because that was the first Halloween film I got, I did see in full, you know, from beginning to end, and... It's yeah, it's a bad rep. A lot of people think it's a terrible film, and I can see why that they'd say that. I mean, it's just, it's confusing. Like I said, it, the story's dumb as shit, and it just, they didn't really do a good job of the editing by any means. But I think it still looks okay with production. But overall, it's it's a guilty pleasure movie, a big time one, and probably a, you know, a to be continued for sure on the show. I think it'll definitely be one of those episodes I'd like to actually kick back and watch this, this one and then maybe even do the producer's cut when I do obtain that one here pretty soon. Um, I think it would be fun just to kind of watch this back-to-back and then just kind of do an episode on that, just kind of a comparison and just kind of just 
fucking rip these movies, rip that movie apart. So I think it'd be a, a blast. Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers, comes in at number 3 on this list. Halloween 2, or excuse me, number 2 on the list is Halloween H2O. And this one, I I know a lot of fans that love this particular film, and it's definitely going to be high on a lot of our list. Maybe not as high as mine, but I think it's a great film. I love to see Jamie Lee Curtis back, and she's kicking some ass. And in the beginning, she's still somewhat vulnerable. Of course, she's still having these, you know, these night tears and shit. Um, she's still obviously scared of what Michael Myers, you know, the, the idea of him coming back. But she seems a little bit more prepared for it, obviously, and she's a mom now, and uh, so she has to be kind of, you know, strong and, you know, play this role, you know, being, you know, tough and whatnot, and being able to stand, you know, stand your ground. I just think she does a great job, you know, and then the, the end showdown is fucking awesome. It's phenomenal. She obviously doesn't look like she does in this new installment like the fucking like sarah connor from terminator 2 so i that's the one thing also about this new one i'm like hey what the hell are they doing with jamie lee in this new one that's a little bit much but it's kind of cool it's a really different direction for her character but whereas in halloween h2o this is kind of what i felt like would have more than likely would have happened with her she probably would have still gone on to be successful she would have moved in a whole other direction you know the opposite you know out to the west coast she's out in california now working at some school and she's got a you know college age son and so you know she's just trying to continue to survive her life after these tra- this traumatic experience it still bugs the fuck out of her but she does a great job when it's all said and done you know she fucking chops the dude's head off but of course it doesn't end up being michael myers's head <laughs> as we all come to find out but i just thought it was a great job the way that it was uh michael myers looked awesome in this film it just uh, the, the tone at times is really great. Some of the things I didn't like, the cast was okay. I'm not a big Josh Hartnett guy. Just, God, fuck him in this movie. That hairdo was stupid. He'd tuck that goddamn shirt in. The tie needs to be tied all the goddamn way. I'll fucking help you. I know how to do it. I'm excited and proud because I learned how to do that not even that long ago. And this motherfucker, this is part of the daily uniform and you still haven't learned it? Jesus Christ, dude, you're in trouble. But yeah, he just looks like shit in this film. He's annoying. I don't give a shit about him or his character. I hate him, honestly, in this film. I was disappointed he didn't die. But, (laughs) and then I don't like that the whole Kevin Williamson-style script, I think he might have even worked on this this film, just the scream success. He worked on every goddamn fucking movie, horror film after this, it seemed like. I don't like the, the snappy, witty, clever dialogue. Fuck that to me. That's what gets repetitive and takes, you know, doesn't doesn't makes a a big reason why these films got, you know, and his movies aren't really that scary that he's in because they're too clever and this the there's too much goddamn humor in it and you're you're laughing more than you should. And this one I just didn't like that. I thought the script was kind of shitty as far as the 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 dialogue. At times it was just a little bit too, like I said, witty, and I just don't want to see all that shit in a Halloween movie. I just want to see characters running for their lives (laughs) and jamie lee did a great job overall and this one it was just great to see them kind of disregard some of them bullshit sequels which is what they're doing with halloween 40 basically h40 or whatever but you know they they kept the first and the second one why not they just said fuck all those ones that really happened after that we're just going to go back to the the first two and acknowledge her character and just pick up from there and just kind of explain, hey, this is what happened. All the other ones, we're just going to not even acknowledge those at all. Um, and so I thought they did a great job. I mean, because they, you know, they know what works. And Jamie Lee is what people really missed from the franchise. But you got to have Michael Myers there, of course. Bring him back. It's going to be an awesome combo. And take it serious. And try to make it a little bit darker. You no, know, not overly gory, but have some good rated R kills. And they did an awesome job with that. You know, the way that the kid from Jumanji's killed off was awesome. And so that they did a good job with some of the death scenes. Joseph Gordon Levitt, awesome. The fucking, you know, getting the fucking um, the ice skate to the fucking face. That's one of the probably the best. I mean, you don't get to see it on screen, which sucked, but just the look of it, I was like, that is. That looks. That's probably one of the coolest deaths in the whole franchise. But Halloween H two O got a lot of highs, very few lows, and it never it falls at number two on my list. Number one, 
the obvious choice. And this is one of those circumstances where the original is by far the best. The original 1978 Halloween is coming in at number one on my list. And to me, obviously it's scary. And I think that's what really kind of makes the big difference here is, you know, this one doesn't need to rely on a lot of character development. It doesn't really need to rely on a lot of it does have a big build-up, but it doesn't necessarily need to have a lot of explanation, and I, that's what I really like. I just like the mysterious element of Michael Myers just being this random killer that breaks out of this, you know, this mental institution, basically, ends up in this neighborhood, and just starts fucking killing these young teenagers, and it's awesome. And they're just, it happens to be on Halloween night, and they've got little kids that they're taking care of at the same time, and so they're trying to keep, you know, keep them safe and. Oh, they're scared shitless, and you can just you can really see the the sincerity of the the emotion these actors bring. And Jamie Lee Curtis did a fucking awesome job in this role, and just the the theme music. Of course, we finally get to this is the first time you get to hear it and experience it, and it just really is so damn memorable. And you know the character of Michael Myers really he was the original. I mean, he he came before Freddy Krueger. He came before Jason Voorhees. There really wasn't anything else like this. There when there was The Exorcist um, and shit like that. I mean, a lot of old school horror films, but this really set the whole, you know, trend for the slasher genre. So I felt like they did a phenomenal job, and I don't think any of the films have quite lived up to that. Even though I'm a Freddy guy, of course, I think Elm Street, the original, did a damn good job. But even that one can't quite compare to Halloween. Yeah, because we can all we all dreams are scary nightmares that are, but this one this could happen to anybody. We've all been there at a time where, you know, we've been watched by somebody or we've been with, you know, out trick-or-treating and we've all thought about the boogeyman or, you know, somebody, you know, breaking into the house or being in the closet. Just those things are realistically scary and they're, they're scenarios that can happen to anybody. And so when you see it on screen and effectively and well done, it's like, holy shit, that was a scary movie. That was a, just a damn good movie, not even for the horror genre, but just as a film overall. And so this is one of those films you definitely got to see before you die. Um, to me, it's a top 100, I think, just on any list out there because it's just really well it's well made off a cheap budget. It's just a good concept. Some of the low things, I'm going to find some in there. The buildup of some of the kills and just overall... It's a little slow pace, so it can be boring at times, I'm not going to lie. But that's really kind of a plus-minus, because it's it's it really is what is needed, and it's really one of the more effective parts and elements to the whole fucking film, is that we don't need to see Michael Myers on screen constantly. We don't need to see a fast-paced kill. We need to see him kind of creeping up the stairs, you know, and just kind of peeking around the corner, and being underneath a, a fucking ghost sheet, or something like that. It's just... It, it's just, it's, yes, it's drawn out, but it's just that it's really, God, it's just so damn effective is because you don't know quite when that kill is going to happen. So when it does, it's, you're, you, you know, it, it's going to happen, but just not, ex, not quite expecting it at that second, maybe, or just when it finally does happen, it just still shocks you. And I like that part about it, but we don't, maybe we don't get enough kills. I think that's maybe one of the other complaints I'm going to find. You know, Michael Myers is just becoming this crazy serial killer. You know, he was as a kid, of course, but now as an adult, he's getting back to his old ways or whatever. But we don't quite get enough kills. There's definitely, you know, some good ones in there. They're not overly gory by any means. That's one thing I really appreciate. They're just really simple deaths, but they're really, they're just what you need. I mean, this is just, they're really, they're practical, they're realistic, they're effective, and they're they're scary. The plain and simple. This is they're scary, and that's what you expect in a movie like this, and especially based on a, ho- a holiday that I think a lot of people love. And you know, the fact that you could put on a scary costume when this guy's got this mask on, you don't know if it's just some asshole in a, in a costume out there fucking with people, getting candy, trick or treating, or who the fuck knows. But he know this is that this is a creepy motherfucker that's killing people, and it's become a you know iconic character. You know, a pop culture phenomenon, all that shit, you know, spawned many sequels, reboots, you know, kind of a, and remakes and whatever you want to call this new one, I'd rather reboot. And it's just, I love the fact that the new one is going back to this particular one. They're saying this one is the one everybody loves. 
everybody recognizes as being the best. So let's just pick up right where that one left off. I know we've tried to do some bullshit in the past with that one, H2O. Rob Zombie tried to say, let's fucking go way back and explain who Michael Myers is, but no, no, fuck all that. There's been too many complaints about all that bullshit. Let's go back to the one everybody loves, the first one. Try to find little things that we can pick out to kind of, you know, bring back into the new script. And I'm, that's why I'm super excited. I don't know quite what to expect. I have not tried to spoil too much for myself. I just want to see it firsthand, take it all in, and then kind of let you guys know what I think. But I'm really excited about that. But this first movie, by far the best. And it comes at number one on the list. But that is the Halloween franchise rankings. And I'm just going to do a quick recap going down from 10 down all the way to 1. And so we'll start at the, the bottom. And that's Halloween 3 and then Halloween 5, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween 2, Rob Zombie, Halloween 4, Halloween Rob Zombie, Halloween 2, Halloween 6, Chris and Michael Myers, Halloween H2O, and the original Halloween. So let me know what you guys think, of course, on these rankings, where you'd slot everything at. Go ahead and message me on Facebook. Go ahead and go, uh, tweet at me and uh, on Twitter, that is, um, at GPM Podcast on Facebook. Go ahead and like and share everything on there, of course, too. I really appreciate all the feedback from you guys and the following we've got going on here. Um, don't really have a thing ready to go for next month. I think I'm just going to kind of wing it, honestly. I'm just going to go ahead and I think kind of what we're going to do, and maybe as we go along, as I progress, I'll kind of go back to the theme months. I think I just kind of want to, whatever I'm in the mood for at that time, I'm just going to pop in. If I get any kind of viewer requests, I think I might do something with that. So let me know if there's any particular films you'd like me to do an episode on. I'm always up for that. But I really appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully you like this episode on the Halloween rankings. And happy Halloween to all you scary listeners out there. It's been fun doing the Shocktober rankings. I look forward to next month, though, when we get to talk all kinds of randomness. is whatever I'm feeling at that time. But until then, gang, to be continued. Yeah.